Welcome to the First Comics News Podcast. Welcome to episode 39. Tomorrow sees the launch of another DC Cinematic Universe title. This is Shazam. Now, this is one I've been very anxiously awaiting. I am a longtime Captain Marvel slash Shazam fan. Uh, and by long time, I mean uh, mid-80s. I remember when I was reading, there was a miniseries called Legends. So after Crisis reset all the, thing, the universes and such, Legends came along and kind of reintroduced uh, the heroic aspects of the superhero, uh, costume superheroes into society. Legends was a six-issue series. Uh, with some great artwork and stories. There was crossovers and such, but one of the things was reintroducing Captain Marvel, our Shazam, uh, to the public. Now, uh, Shazam has been around since, I believe, 1940. He was introduced by Fawcett Comics as an alternative uh, to the super popular Superman. So when they were looking to create their own version of the Man of Steel, they looked at different things and what made him popular. And one thing they decided that could... Uh, differentiate between the two characters is that kids were reading comics. Young boys were huge comic buyers. There was no comic shops or collectible aspects of these. It was young boys buying the majority of the comics. So they had the idea of if a Superman-esque type of character was actually a young boy. It's actually kind of genius when you think about it, uh, but it, it was just an amazing thing even back then. Took off super popular uh, Captain Marvel slash Sazam. Uh, was actually, I believe, the first superhero to have a, a movie serial back in the, the 40s as well, black and white. Uh, so he's been around for a while. Of course, they got into some lawsuits. They stopped publishing. DC Comics bought it, introduced him, uh, the character, back in the mainstream. Uh, so, But this, this uh, movie is actually much like Wonder Woman and, to a lesser extent, Aquaman. One of the new wave of DC movies that is less grim and more upbeat. Since the very first trailer, I was very enthusiastic about this movie. Now, I'll be honest with you, uh, we were in Aquaman. Uh, it was me and my wife and uh, my two kids. And my wife actually got up about halfway through the movie, uh, which she never does. And she went to the ladies' room and she Googled uh, the runtime of Aquaman and how much longer she'd have to sit through it. So she was not a fan and she vowed never to go see another DC uh, movie again after... You know, I took her to see all of them, and only what she actually liked was Wonder Woman, so she was done with them. Uh, so she is not going to see Shazam, but I will be there, and I will be there with the kids so they can be introduced to this comic. Uh, DC Comics is publishing a new series uh, called Shazam, appropriate enough. It's on issue four. It is good, but not great. Uh, it doesn't really, you know, it's, I understand a book about young orphans and, you know, turning into superheroes is, is kind of odd, but... The one thing that made Shazam different than a lot was, was a sense of joy in the old stories, if, especially if you go back to the original runs. That, I mean, very creative, very lighthearted. And, and the new series just strikes me as, um, shall we say, a little too grim, a little too humorless, perhaps, I should say. Uh, but anyway, that won't stop me from checking out the movie, and I think it's going to be a very good success. Last week saw Detective Comics 1000 hit the shops. Uh, I mean... Talk about, you know, they keep rebooting these things, and now they do the retro numbering and such. 
But what a great thing. 1,000 issues of the Detective Comics. Uh, and this is your typical anniversary issue where it doesn't really... It, it kind of... How to say this? It's a series of short uh, stories by different creators, uh, you know, not tied in. So this is a continue where the last issue, issue 999, uh, left off, and it will continue directly into 1001. This is like a little celebration of the character, a bunch of four to six page stories. Uh, and let me tell you, it is uh, quite the lineup. I mean, you got your Scott Snyder's, you got your Kevin Smith's, Neil Adams. There was a lot to digest. 96 pages of goodness. Uh, some of the stories are quirky, some of them kind of missed the mark a little bit in my estimation. But at 96 pages, right around page 70, I started to get a little gassed on the whole concept of these series of small, quirky stories. Uh, quirky stories are good uh, on, on occasion, but I mean, it, it does wear you out. The cover is actually absolutely uh, gorgeous as well by Jim Lee. Uh, a lot of quirky little Easter eggs and quirky things in there. So check out check it out what was the uh, cover price on this I don't, I don't even know uh i think it was 10 bucks or something i mean they're gonna make a killing on it uh detective comics very cool and let me tell you first page batman created by bob kane and bill with bill finger uh still so happy to see bill finger again the proper recognition that he deserves neon future is from a new comic book publisher and they sent along uh copies of the first issue here uh this is impact theory uh, so it's, it's a new comic company. It's a, a futuristic Neo Tokyo type of thing, near future. But one of the things they strive for is, uh, to make things plausible. So, you know, it, it, th- th- there's, there's more hardcore science fiction and more fantasy science fiction. This is more of the hardcore things that are built on current technology evolving, uh, in a natural way. Uh, it's a very nice issue. It, the paper, I don't know, I'm not a paper fetish guy at all, but the paper feels really nice. The artwork is great. The coloring, everything about it, uh, I mean, for a first comic book, uh, they really did a, a fantastic job. Uh, oddly enough, looking at the credits here, there's five, six people credited with the story, two people credited on the script, uh, which is interesting. So there's a lot of uh, contrib- contribu- contributors. God, I can't speak right now. Uh for it. So check that out. Uh, you can download a free digital copy at uh, comics.impacttheory.com. Uh, that's $3.99. It's a very good start. I mean, you can't argue with uh, the quality of the first comic that they put out, uh, which is great. Uncle Scrooge. Now, if you're not watching the new DuckTales uh, ca- uh, cartoon, you are missing out. I mean, yes, they redid the ooh, ooh theme song and everything, but it's catchy after a while, and uh, the story arcs have just been fantastic. I mean... I mean, I remember when DuckTales first debuted, it was only going to be a five, I believe, five-episode, one-week celebration, special event. And I recorded all of them on my old VHS player so I could watch them over and over. And then when it came out with the regular series, I watched probably about the first two, first year, and I recorded almost all the episodes in order, too. I loved that thing. So when they rebooted it, I was a little hesitant, but I, I quickly got over it. The way they did the story and the continuing arcs uh, was just phenomenal. Uh, but IDW is also publishing a, a lot of Disney stuff. And if you get a chance to check out Uncle Scrooge, uh, the new issue that just came out, they're actually making new stories in Italy. Uh, so these comics, 
These aren't, I guess, technically they're reprints. But, you know, this was originally uh, published 2018, uh, the main story, The Helpful Hammock, and The Busy Butler, the mix-up, was from 2017. So these are all recent uh, published news stories with Uncle Scrooge. Now, there's no Carl Barks in here, uh, but that's a, that's a big, you know, you can't really argue with that. But the stories are very amusing. You get a, a good quantity of, a, of comic for your three ninety nine, which is nice. And I always loved Uncle Scrooge. I loved the Walt Disney comics and stories. Uh, what was the old comic publisher that published them? Uh, oh, man, right before Disney bought it back. Oh, God, this was back in the 80s. They, they did such great stories. Uh, with you know, the, the publishing was all fantastic. They did the Life and Times of Scrooge McDuck. Uh, I can't remember the, who published it right now. Oh, it's going to bother me. But uh, it's great to see them on the newsstands. Uh, another all-ages title that just came out is Marvel Team-Up Issue 1. And this is with Mrs. Marvel, Ms. Marvel. Um, and this is kind of an interesting team-up. Now, I remember reading Marvel Team-Up back as a kid, and it was one of my more... Uh, my favorite comic books to pick up because it always featured Spider-Man teaming up with another hero. And when you're a kid and you can buy maybe one comic a week, you go for things that had more than one hero in it. It's not like today where there's a Spider-Man Deadpool series, for God's sakes. Uh, This was more unusual, but very cool little issue. Uh, The main hook here is the first half tells the story from Peter Parker's point of view. The second uh, part of the story is from Ms. Marvel's point of view. So it's kind of cute how it crosses over. Uh, very, I don't know if they're going to do that every ep- issue or not. I honestly didn't even know this was coming out until it showed up. So uh, check out Marvel Team-Up Issue 1 if you want even more Spider-Man in your life. So pick of the week is from uh, a comic publisher I had never heard of prior to picking up the issue. It's called, uh, let's see what it's called, Barbara Macabra's uh, Morbid Museum. Oh, my macabre. My God, macabre. I butchered that. Uh, Barbara Macabre's Morbid Museum. Uh, And it's kind of a, I don't know, I want to say EC style, because that's easy to say with all horror titles. But uh, it's, you know, an old school feel kind of thing with, you know, the the comic host with the most, uh, you know, who kind of guides the stories and talks about, oh, the the crazy nature of, of life. And, you know, this is, he got what he deserved or whatever. First thing that caught my eye here was uh, it was a title uh, story called "Not Silent but Deadly" and the red and then there's a sub one, the Red House, but they were penciled and inked by Al Milgram. Uh, I remember I think he was the editor of Marvel Age Comic back in the day. Uh, and I remember he had I, God, I believe he had a big bushy mustache, at least his caricature did on Marvel Comics. But I, I, that's a great name to see anytime you pick up a comic. Uh, to see him, uh, you know you're in for a treat. So they have the introductory page of uh, Barbara McAbrew's, uh you know, introducing the stories. Now, silent, not silent, but deadly was, uh, I mean, that was typical old school style horror. Uh, I mean, you, you know where it's going, honestly, with the horror title. Uh, for pretty much the first page, you know exactly what's going to happen, but it's, uh, it's pretty crazy when it actually goes down. Um, it, that was a cool first story. Uh, some of the little uh, one-pagers, like Sleep With Me, didn't really hit the mark. I mean, the art looks great, but they, they tried too hard to be clever. Uh, the Red House, again, uh, if, if, however you feel about the president, uh, you're going to be grateful for him after you read this tale of the president in this universe who has uh, a taste or uh, the ability uh, when he kills people to actually become more uh, more popular and more persuasive uh, with his speeches and such. So it's, again, typical EC ending, a uh, little twist ending. 
Uh, we got a couple more little things than uh, the monster was. It was kind of a standard tale, actually. It felt like something maybe, uh, you know, I, I was more familiar with. Uh, so, but still, overall, a very a nice little two ninety nine comic book uh, from Sit Comics. Uh, it's TV you read. Uh, Twilight Zone actually just came back as well on CBS All Access. First episode is free to watch on YouTube, so check that out. Uh, but they do have a little mailbag that they could take uh, mail in. Uh, they have a brief tribute uh, to Bertie Wrightston by Al Mogram. And then they have the feed. There's actually other titles. God, I didn't even heard of this before. But they have the Blue Baron, uh, Telepathic, Headhunter. And they had a, an ad on the very back for something uh, called Super Suckers, which amazingly enough is up to issue five. And that's like, it, it's for teens and up. Uh, 64 pages of hilarity. But it looks like Archie with... Archie-style artwork with more of an edge. So there's actually some stuff by this particular company that I'm very interested in checking out. I love the art on everything, to be honest with you. Uh, so if you haven't seen it, go Google Sit Comics. Uh, check it out. 25 pages of gruesome uh, golfs for $2.99. Issue 1 out now. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if your local comic shop's good with the independence, but if not, ask for it or, or looking out. Uh, it's www.sitcomics.net. All right, visit facebook.com slash sitcomics, S-I-T-C-O-M-I-C-S. That is uh, actually may not be out. It says copyright July uh, 2019, so this may have been a, an advanced look for you. But definitely get the order, and if it's not out yet, uh, I don't think you'll be disappointed. So that's it for us. Uh, next time we talk... I'm going to try to do a little special episode. I have uh, my son Lucas joining me. We're going to be going over. I recently published an article on First Comics News uh, rating every Marvel Universe uh, movie. Uh, I kind of ranked them in my order of, uh, you know, one to whatever. And uh, we're going to go down the list, and he's going to give his comments as a 13-year-old who doesn't read comic books but is obsessed with the Marvel movies. So look forward to that, and then we'll be back with another regular episode with comic talk and more. So until then, I hope everyone takes the time out to go check out Shazam. And again, uh, you know, just keep buying comics. Uh, the industry is in a little bit of a flux right now, but it's the fans, the people who buy it. Uh, you know, Don't bit torn everything. Give those creators, especially the small press people, give them the love that they need to keep doing what they do. And uh, we'll all be better off for it. So until next time, guys, peace out. Thank you for listening to the First Comics News Podcast. Visit firstcomicsnews.com for all your comic news. Email us at firstcomicsnewspodcast at gmail.com. 